Hey everyone, welcome to the Soul of Sisterhood podcast with Ruby, Tara, and Allison. We look forward to sharing our story with you in this first episode here on the Soul Therapy series. Stay tuned. It'll be before Thanksgiving, so it'll be this month. Before Thanksgiving, we have our sister Allison from Dallas who just flew into town, so we wanted to do an impromptu podcast with you guys. We're going to talk about how the Sisterhood Tribe began for us. Um, We're going to talk about what, friendship Mm -hmm. and business Mm -hmm. and healing, healing, Healing especially, yes. Hey, Marcus. I can't see. Hi, guys. What's up, y'all? Okay, so... Um, of course, I am Ruby D, the goddess entrepreneur and soul speaker. I'm the author of the Goddess Grind book series, which focuses on you becoming the best version of you in order to manifest success personally as well as, as, well as professionally. I'm a chakra expert, uh, speaker, and yeah, it's a little bit, you know, a little bit about me. Allison, you can go ahead. Peace and blessings, everybody. I am Allison Denise. I am a transformational and relationship coach who also does some personal finance on the side. Um, I am the owner and CEO of Be Still and Move, the organization that is designed to show you how to heal, grow, and live beyond that relationship status by becoming better, not bitter, and enjoying your life along the journey. And in addition to being with these wonderful women, I am also one-fifth of the Bad Squad Radio Show, tuning in on every Friday night on Fishbowl Radio Network in the green stream. You better do it. You better do it. You said she got her life together. Listen, she knows exactly who she is and what she do. I am Tara Jackson. I am the owner and founder of Respect the Queen LLC, as well as the Sacred Space Community. Transitioning into the Sacred Space Community and podcast, I am an advocate and a mentor for women who have experienced childhood trauma, molestation, rape, incest. Um, I'm a resource. I just realized that this morning. I am a resource. I am a resource to women um, making transitions in their life. I'm also a published author, single in the city, as well as Manifest Your Magic, which both can be found on Amazon and Create Space. Um, I do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I am also a mommy <laughs> and a co-host of Soul Therapy Radio um, this coming Sunday at noon on Power 108.9. Um, yes. Thank you guys for joining us yes, on this impromptu podcast live stream slash Allison is yes, here yes. for the Finally. Trying to get Allison here for listen, listen at least a year, at least a, at year. Least a year, yeah. So we had to do this with you guys yes. today because we have Allison for less than twenty four hours. Yes, she going back <laughs> home tomorrow. Going listen. back, yep. Listen, so yes. we wanted to share our sisterhood, our our yes. lives, our uh, professional lives, and what we have in store for you guys coming up on the Soul of Sisterhood podcast yes. who is that hey dj elevated uh, uh 55 world order thank you brother this brother sends me a motivational tip every morning like clockwork since Ooh. our mm-hmm. sisterhood remember the sisterhood um what was that when i i think when i co-hosted with you guys oh yeah, Sunday, yeah, yeah yeah he has been that brother been sending me a motivational tip every morning since thank Ooh. you well peace thank and blessings you. and thank add you. me miss allison denise find me <laughs> i would love to get us. that thank, thank you. you brother i appreciate it so very much so um so let's get into it ladies yes so with um the soul of sisterhood sisterhood i felt it was important that 
we get a realistic view of what sisterhood is because of course we see these movements where women come together and then six months, seven months down the line, it's just like, what happened? Right. They're not together anymore mm -hmm. over some petty mess because mm -hmm. somebody want to be savage and all of these other terms that are out there. And it's just like, that's not what sisterhood really looks like. Mm -hmm. And it's, not. it's it's not all about brunches and heels and mimosas. Right. Yeah. It's, it, that's right. not what it's about. It's mm -hmm. really about when that sister is going through something, when she been crying and she ain't got nobody else to talk to and she calls us and be like hey we need we need to have we need to chop it up we need to talk about some mm -hmm. things and it's like actually being there mm -hmm. and not being there in the sense where we're like okay what's going on with you and let's see what outside of you we can blame it on right it's like right, no right. you need to oh uh, sorry y'all it's all right we good we good all right. but it's like we're not gonna we're not gonna, you know, focus on what's outside of you that's going on. We need to know what's going on with you. And we're gonna say, hey, what is it that you need to be held accountable for? What is it that you're responsible for that's contributing to what's going on? Right. So, you know, with the solar sisterhood, it's pretty much focusing on the the actual sisterhood, not each individual, but understanding that the relationship that we have needs nurturing as well. Right. And it needs to be taken care of. It needs to be, um, we basically just have to be there to support each other, like really support each other. Yes. It's not always about, hey, sis, you got $30 I can borrow until next Friday. Mm -hmm. It's not always about that. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's also, so. I think, also recognizing um, when there's something going on with your sister that maybe she's not communicating. Yes. You know what I mean? Recognizing this is how she normally behaves. Mm -hmm. You know, something is going mm -hmm. on with her. Knowing her well enough to recognize when she's not okay. Right. Um, like Ruby said, not just a monetary gain or not even just gain in, in, in a physical sense. Mm -hmm. um, but being able to nurture and be able to grow spiritually with one another, emotionally with one another, enough to know, like, Allison's not doing well. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. You know, mm -hmm. what can we do to help our sister and transition, help her transition out of that space mm -hmm. that she's in? I think we just, I don't know what the hell we see online. I, it just is. <laughs> a lie? It's, it's nothing but a lie. And the biggest thing about sisterhood to me um, is, you, you have to make sure if when you are looking for a sisterhood situation, you got to look for accountability. You got to look for, you don't want a bunch of women around you who are just going to agree with everything you do right or wrong. You don't want a bunch of women around you who are just going to let you continue to do the same things, which are producing the same results that you say you don't want. And you're also going to want to be around people who want to challenge you to mm. be better. Okay, yeah, I know this is what you were taught. I know that this is what you think, but let's really dig deep and find out, is this really how you want to be or is this what you've been told you should be? Mm -hmm. And that's something that, you know, the three of us have just had a conversation about recently. Right. And so that's that's something that you, you definitely want to look into as well, because, you know, it it can't just be we all uh, we all have this type of bag or wear red bottom shoes or we all do this. We all do that. Yeah. But how is your mental health? How is your emotional mm -hmm. health? How is your spiritual health? How are you helping other people? How are you helping yourself? What are you doing for self-care? You know, right. it's important to be around a, a, a tribe of sisters who are very adamant about making you the best you that you can be, not have the best stuff. Yeah. 
I think that's a part of what I see a lot of times with women. They want to surround themselves with other women who are so-called like-minded, right. but you just want me to co-sign your bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You want mm-hmm. someone that is going to always agree with Tyrone ain't shit. Right. Keisha wasn't really your friend right. versus saying, hey, sis, let's look at the part that you play here yeah. and the decisions that you've made. Right. Let's get honest about, right. you know, you are your own problem. I think a lot of times we yeah. throw those type of women away. We do. We find reasons not to be their friends because they do have the ability to go, hold on, let me let you look in this mirror. Yeah, because Tyrone, Tyrone won't shit because he was married when you met him. Uh, look, oh. Right, right, so, right, right. You right. knew he won't shit. Right. We don't want women who are going to tell us <laughs> yeah. that truth. We want women that are going to be, that are going to co sign. That'll co sign. You know, mm-hmm. or be dismissive or not even a, well, that ain't none of my business type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I, I'm I not need with that you at all. to be mm-hmm. honest with me when yeah. I'm screwing up. That's tell right. me the truth. You can't love me if you can't tell me when I'm not being my best self absolutely i agree sure can't but um real quick a little bit of a background story about our sisterhood Mm, and how we met um wow we met on social media (laughs) it's been a while Um, all of us (laughs) it's been a long time time. um i'm pretty sure it was through facebook instagram Mm -hmm. or something like that that i met her and then Mm -hmm. i met her on facebook Mm -hmm. um and you know, I'll let them go into it if they, you know, want to go into it. But at the particular point where I was really building a personal relationship with Tara and then I was starting to build one with Allison, you know, me, I'm always about, hey, uh, I think we can do this. Y'all I think wanna we do can get together and do collaboration. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, because it was just like these were women that I knew. I had seen them on um, social media all the time and they. I don't want to really say hustle. They work just like I work. We have the same work ethic. I know that we all have been on our own personal healing journeys, and mm-hmm. I've seen them grow on social media. And it's not like, you know, I've always, hey, sis, you're doing good. Hey, I see you. It's just you attract certain people. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about energy. So energetically, I was like, you know, I gravitated towards Tara, and I graduated, I mean, grad gravitated towards Allison and I'm like you know what Tara do this I do this Allison does that and I think you know we can really come together Mm -hmm. and do something and Mm -hmm. it be bigger than you know Tara moving by herself and me moving by myself and even Allison and I'm like wait a minute you know, we got some here. We really get mm-hmm. together and do this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, hey, Tara, you on it. I'm all excited and everything. <laughs> hey, Allison, you on it. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? I just thought about, listen, I just thought about this, Allison. What's that? I was trying to figure out in my head how the connection came between you and Ruby because Ruby wasn't in the Dallas Girls no, Hustle Harder group. No, she wasn't. So Allison and I, I met Ruby online five probably five years ago now Instagram through artistics yeah Um, Mm -hmm. you were doing artistics then and then I met Allison through a group that I created called Dallas Girls Hustle Harder Mm -hmm. and that we had separate I had separate relationships with these two women there was a disconnect between me and Allison (laughs) how in the hell y'all I did just click for me like wait a minute Ruby wasn't in that group Mm -hmm. so spirit allowed for Ruby and Allison to cross paths in me 
I'm on the outside of that connection mm-hmm. and just have a connection at this point in time with Ruby. Mm-hmm. So when Ruby reaches out, because me and Allison had had a disconnect in our relationship, <laughs> we had stopped speaking to each other for a whole year. Well, I stopped speaking to her. <laughs> tell the truth. I stopped speaking to her for a whole year. And I think it was maybe like a month or two before you reached out. Allison came up in my people you need to know. So, my, of course, because I am who I am, my conscience was like, you need to apologize to that sister. So I reach out to you. I apologize. She left my ass on red. We're going to tell the truth, y'all. She left me on red. She left me on red. She did not respond. So then, like a, like I said, a month or two later, <laughs> Ruby reaches out and says, hey, oh do you want to do Happy, Healthy, and Healing mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. me with Allison? And I was like, Allison probably don't want to do it. <laughs> she sure did. And I was like, oh, Allison I probably didn't... don't want to do. Uh, I didn't know I about said, that. I, no, I think I told her, I was like, yeah, it's a great idea, but I don't think Allison would want to do that with me. You know, because I knew that I had just reached out to her and mm-hmm. she hadn't mm-hmm. responded. And so, of course, Ruby being who Ruby is damn mediator. <laughs> you get paid for that shit. Gets us on the phone and allows us to both communicate effectively. Effectively, communicate. this effectively. is Ruby's game right yes, here, y'all. Yes. Effectively communicate mm-hmm. my own personal issues and and what was going on with me, and allowed Allison to voice um, her concern, what was going on with her, and mm-hmm. it's so crazy because communication is huge and when you don't have it there can be breakdowns in relationships that are unnecessary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, or they're misunderstood for things that don't really exist right and so once we were able to have a conversation it was like whoa that didn't have shit to do with me Mm -hmm. your shit didn't have anything to Mm do with i mean my shit didn't have anything to do with you it was just so happened to be two people cross paths in each other's lives at a really bad time. A really bad time. It was time. just a bad time. It was just a bad yeah. time. It was a bad time. So we could come full circle mm-hmm. and actually do this. What I love the most about it is that our story will help so many women. Yes, it will. Oh, oh there's that. You said 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I have uh, alarms that go off all day to remind me of positive affirmations. So <laughs> keep going on. So I get my life together. <laughs> I'm so serious with y'all. Every 10 minutes. Oh thing. Um, really, it's, it's every okay. hour, but it won't it won't clear out until I clear mm-hmm. it out. Um, I think it's important. Our relationship I is agree. important for sisterhood because so many women throw each other away mm-hmm. that could have really done great things. Not all of them, because mm-hmm. some of them you need to throw away. You need away. to throw them away. Just start but, over. Yeah. Some of them could really be salvaged I with agree. just a conversation, mm-hmm. um, and it's unfortunate that we don't. I think that I am so blessed because I have been able to go back in the cracks and crevices in the dark spaces of my life mm-hmm. and have conversations with people mm-hmm. and right. confront things mm-hmm. that most people don't get to or yeah. they're afraid to. Afraid to. So yeah. I listen. We a mess, but we a good mess together. <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah. And and I and one of the things that you know that I want to add. You know, the the biggest thing was, and I credit this, I credit this to the universe. I think the universe knew that Tara and I were in a different spot. I think the universe knew, okay, no, no, no. I know Tara's heart. I know Allison's heart. They they don't need to be around each other right now, but we're going to get them back together. Right. And and like Ruby mentioned, you know, um, she 
did see the growth. I had I had an old page under my government name, <laughs> and then I decided it was time to change it up. I grew, and I said, okay, this is fun, and people aren't enjoying my rants, and that's great, but it's time for me to be about my business. And so mm-hmm. I decided instead of going through a list of 1,300 people, I was just going to start over, and whoever came over did, whoever didn't, didn't need right. to. And so in the process of doing that, I made it about my business, and November of last year, well, actually, I think it might have been September, October of last year, was when Ruby reached out and said, hey, I, I want to start doing this thing. And the first person who came up when I thought about who I wanted to do it with was you. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I just take that as a sign. And I was all for it because she was someone who saw me grow through social media. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you guys don't know, but this is my first time meeting Ruby ever. We have never met. All of you who have followed us on Soul Sunday and, and everything, that connection, that is all energetic. That's why we are so focused. That's why we're so passionate about energy and connection right. and intuition and, and balancing chakras. That's why we are so focused on that because that is true in our right. lives. It's true. This is my first time being able to see her. And when I met her for the first time on Tuesday, it didn't feel like a first meeting. Mm-mm. Right, right. Just it flowed. didn't. It just flows. We would sit over there talking, hee hee ha ha ho ho, girl. Like in minutes. Mm-hmm. And this is my first time seeing Tara, I think in two years. It's been two years. Yeah. It's my first time seeing Tara. We just picked right back up where we left off. Right. And so that's why we're so passionate about this. And, and, and that's why Tara and I are so transparent because there are some women who just want to make it look like, oh, we've been close. We've been friends forever. No. And By A1 been, since day one. A1 no, since like, day Yeah, we, they, we ain't going to lie. We're not. Right. You know, well, I, our friendship takes sisterhood and it, friendship. Yes. It takes work. It's like a, the relationship you have with a guy. Yes. Like you have to be invested in mm-hmm. growing with that person, you know, obviously deciding whether or not that person is worth mm-hmm. the fight to grow with because Absolutely. some people just aren't worth right. the fight to grow with. But right. when you when you really have a genuine connection with someone, it takes time. It takes it sacrifice. It mm-hmm. takes going up the hill and coming down the hill. And, you know, two people are progressing and maybe one of our sisters isn't progressing. Mm-hmm. As, you know what I mean? And, right. like, and people at different places of their healing journey and, and whatnot. Um I think we just want to paint this pretty picture because social media yeah. wants it, requires it, ain't it to pretty. look a certain way. It exactly. ain't pretty. We didn't been on Zoom calls. I didn't listen to her breastfeed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all out, everything. But I mean, hair ain't combed, hair's wrapped up. All that. It wasn't nothing cute about it. Listen. Nothing listen. wasn't cute about it. But we got things accomplished. We did. We. Right, well, the world getting open. Done. Right, we got the work done. Yes, it wasn't no brunch. It wasn't no mimosas. Mm-mm. It wasn't no heels. And that's not to say that it was that heads. doesn't happen in <laughs> sisterhood. But that's not the meat and potatoes exactly. of sisterhood. Yes, we know how to get dressed and go out to eat. And we have just a good did time. actually. It was really right. good. We had our little photo <laughs> shoot and everything. We did. That's a piece of sisterhood. Piece, but yeah. that's not. A lot of times, what you see online is that's really the glue. That's right. holding these movements together yeah. is the brunches, is the are the if pretty that pictures. Went away. And if that doesn't mm-hmm. exist, if I can't make a certain amount of money or I can't get a certain amount of followers behind this thing or right. recognition, then there is no movement. Exactly. You know, because and there is no real sisterhood. Right, because there's mm-hmm. no it's not built on a solid foundation of actually doing the work. It's not. It's not right. And, and not only that, um, it's not just personal with us. We all have our own businesses. We mm-hmm. all have been 
Well, now we're all full-time entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. and yes. that mm -hmm. is a huge part in us, you know, being able to continue on this particular journey because mm -hmm. we all have each other to lean on and to talk to because we all have somebody that's working a job that we can't go talk to because they don't have that mindset that yeah, we have. That's and true. it's important, you know, even before I made the transition, I hate terror, you know, what's right. real, what's mm -hmm. what's really right. going on? Mm -hmm. Right, and having those honest conversations, it's crazy because I made the transition and then you came shortly behind me and then Allison, mm -hmm. by the time Allison was ready to make the transition into entrepreneurship, we had already had years of experience yeah. mm -hmm. to be able to give her mm -hmm. an honest, you know, conception of what it really looks like to be an entrepreneurship and be there when yes. you hit those bumps of, girl, I don't know if I could do Man, and I have hit some bumps. Right, right, and, and right. And had I had I not had them, now don't get me wrong. I'm sure we all have another tribe that we've grown up with. I have a best friend that I've known since I was five. I have good sisters, I do. But like Ruby mentioned, it's important to have people that are doing what you're doing and believe in what you're doing. Right. And you know, I know that some of those in my other tribes. If they heard some of the stuff that I was dealing with, they'd be like, just just go back to work. Not because they don't believe in my vision, but because yeah, they love me it. and they just don't want me to keep mm -hmm. being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. right. But that's not always what you need. Sometimes you need a tribe like this that says, girl, please, that's a process. Suck it up. Right. Let's go. Yeah, let's, let's go. go. You can do let's this. Go. You stepped out. Let's let's look at let's look at everything. Let's not just look at the stuff that you miss and the stuff that you're afraid of. Let's look at what else is happening in totality. And a lot of times that's what you need to calm down and say, OK, shut up and keep going. Right. And so that that's what's so beautiful about this this situation, that we do have that ability. And even though I'm the newer kid on the block in terms of uh, full-time entrepreneurship, I still have things to bring to the table because I've had that growth beforehand. Oh and because God. I've had those things that I can share as well. And and that's one of the, the greatest things about what happened with me and Tara. You know, the biggest deal is that we were both being mistreated by other people and we were just lashing out at everybody. Right, that energy was being yeah. transferred. We right. couldn't, we, we didn't feel powerful in the places where we were being mistreated. So we were taking that power and putting it in other mm. areas. And with us, it just clashed. You right. know, that's that's just simply what happened. And so when you're able to first take care of yourself, meaning get the hell out of these relationships that don't mean us no good. Right. Then find ourselves, then get ourselves back on solid ground. You it's it's easy to go back and say, OK, well, I know where I was mm -hmm. and now I'm not so selfish that I'm thinking that I was the only person going through something. Right. So now let me listen to this other side. Oh, well, damn, you were going through the same thing. No wonder you were mad at me. I was mad at the world, too. Right. So right, it, it right. made total sense. But it came with maturity, growth and healing. And mm -hmm. you need those and three, accountability and accountability. accountability. And those can't happen without the ability, you know, to forgive. Forgiveness is going to come after those things. Right. It's going to come after all that. And so when we're talking about full time entrepreneurship, when we're talking about sisterhood, it's the good, the bad and the ugly, not just the pretty and the, the, the prosperous. Right. It's, it's the right. it's the ugly stuff. It's the stuff that y'all don't see because you don't need to see it. That right. is what is making a true sisterhood. Absolutely. I love that. I was I was calling myself going to do a video driving in the car today on the way to come meet y'all. And for whatever reason, it was really about <laughs> I told y'all every damn minute, every damn minute. Every damn minute. <laughs> I am filling the blank. Um, I was thinking about how, and it's a, it's not necessarily what I see, but what I've came across um, in my 
six years online of doing business and collaborations or whatever. And a lot of times you said something that hit me just because I hadn't been on the entrepreneur, full-time entrepreneurship journey didn't mean I didn't have anything to bring to the table. Right. And what I, what I, it, a couple of times, matter of fact, this week, I've had a couple of sisters come to the table with just zero. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what are you bringing into this sisterhood? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, strengths. And, 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 and we have to identify the weaknesses, but what are you bringing yeah. to the table? And a lot of times what I find is you'll have the one sister who appears to be doing it, and then you'll have the other ones come along the way that have nothing to bring to the table, and they're sucking that mm-hmm. one just sister sucking, or yeah. that two, that's, you know one or two sisters. It's like that vampire yeah. just draining yeah. that sister of all of her resources, and not trying, replenishing her, not replenishing, mm-hmm. trying to get to where you think she is. Yeah, it's a it's a sister in Atlanta, Glam University. I can't think of her name. I seen her make a post. Somebody had commented, "Well, I never see you work with anybody." On a lower level, I only see you work with all of these like mainstream people, or I call them B-list celebrities because they're not Hollywood, but definitely they're known and Mm -hmm. reputable people Mm -hmm. in the online uh, world Mm -hmm. and sisterhood. And the sister making moves. I think her name is Sabrina. Um, And I I seen her comment back to the sister. She said, well, first of all, I can't know everybody. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't know your business exists, I can't collab with you. But in the same breath, people who have gone through this journey like I've gone through this journey, they're going to understand the grit and the grind and the mm-hmm, hustle mm-hmm. versus someone who is just trying to eat off my plate. And there's a difference. And yep. there's a difference. Yes, there is. And I think that's when it comes back to what you were saying, Ruby, energy and knowing mm-hmm. that you align with the people that you are allowing to be a part of your circle. Because you get that one, two wrong people in there. Mm-hmm. It's going to mess it all up. Yeah, it's, a it's a domino effect. It's a domino effect. It all falls down. It'll take the whole trial Right, down. and yep. that's one thing I like about us. With us, it's pretty much give and take. It's mm-hmm. even. It's an even kill all across the board. Right. It's not like Tara has to call us and be like, look, y'all asking for too much. Mm-hmm. Y'all always calling me. Y'all always right. complaining. You always doing this. Mm-hmm. I need some time away. Yeah. And it's not like that with, you know, either one of us in any mm-hmm. direction. Right. And I find that to be very beneficial yeah. because... You know, each of us have our separate healing journeys, but I know what I can handle by myself and I know what I may need to go to them for. I don't have to go to them for every single little thing and be like, oh, my cell phone halfway Mm -hmm. off. I can only receive calls. We need to talk. Right. Girl, if you don't use that Wi-Fi till you get that money together, oh, okay. do what you got to do. Listen, do what you got to do. It's like, hey, it ain't always all busy. I really <laughs> wish Takira was here because Takira and I were talking about that, I think, last week is that you got to know your tribe. You got to mm-hmm. know your sisters. Mm-hmm. I know what Ruby has to offer and what her strengths are and what she has to give. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call Ruby for something that only Allison can provide. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, if you, she said, she was telling me, Takira was telling me this one sister calls on her for everything and wants to talk about things that she's just not interested in because yeah. you don't know your sister. Mm-hmm. When you know yourself and you know your sister, you understand what role each one of them plays exactly. in your life. You're not supposed to be a friend in all areas right. of my life. You right. don't have those strengths in exactly. all of those areas. That's right. I might have to go to like, Ruby, let me get the chakras together. <laughs> okay. I'm not coming to Allison Exactly. For that. Exactly. You can't help me, but then... If you're not in tune with yourself, you will find yourself trying to drain Allison of things that she ain't got. She ain't got. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. ain't got. 
you know. So I think it comes back to knowing yourself, knowing your tribe, knowing what has attracted y'all, mm-hmm. you know, together mm-hmm. in the first place. Exactly. And like said, we Marcus said, said, oh, Marcus, Allison is in Dallas. She was in Dallas when I was in Dallas. She's still in Dallas. <laughs> Motivational rap. It might be somebody you really oh, want to okay. link with. Uh, Marcus lessons, Parker brother. is a poet. Okay. Author, the whole nine, really dope brother. Nice. Really, really dope okay. Brother. You Allison Denise? On yeah, Miss Allison Denise. Miss Allison Denise on Instagram. Check her out. The what is it? The petite petite powerhouse. powerhouse. Petite power. She is that. <laughs> and you know, let's a little story. Um, <laughs> when it comes to that name, I remember. I was in Mississippi at the time because mm-hmm. we had went home for something. Maybe it was a family reunion or something. I don't know. But Allison had reached out to us. It was in the group message. And she was like, well, this guy reached out to me and wanted to do this. And he wanted to work with me. And, well, should I? I want to help him, but should I charge him? Oh, Girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, oh, my God. You better yeah. get your money. Well, that. such and such, this and this and that. And she was like, <laughs> and I knew she called herself the petite powerhouse. And she was like, well, I don't know what to do. I was like, look. <laughs> If you don't know what to do, then why are you calling yourself a petite powerhouse? Uh-huh. Let's bring you and, down to five. Okay. Right, real and quick. Like, and and Allison did. was like, but did you have to say it like that, girl? <laughs> did you have to hurt my feelings? Look, I need you to understand. Look, don't be out here calling yourself something. If you scared you to tell somebody, somebody how right. much you charge you were right. and that they need to pay it. You are right. And then as soon as I as soon as I told the brother the fee, all of a sudden he didn't need to help. He didn't need to help no more. I remember that. I remember that. But that's challenging your sister to stand in her best self. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I need it. I know what she has to offer. Maybe there's times where we doubt our own selves. Mm -hmm. And I don't need a sister that's gonna throw the pity party with me. You know, and then I'm like still with James today. because you're the okay. cool No. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Pull me out. Even if I don't think I need to get pulled me but out. Even if I, even if what I have to say may sting a little bit. Yeah. It yeah. may hurt a little bit. It's not mm-hmm. my intention to. But right. if it does, it probably should. Mm-hmm. You probably need to and feel And that's that. the level exactly. of understanding that is missing in the sisterhood. I agree. Like Tara said, she's she not always going to cosign. Mm-mm. And no. you have to know she's not always going to cosign, yeah. but you have to understand mm-hmm. when she's she's coming at you and not co-signing, it's from a place of love. Right. It's from a place of her understanding what your worth is and you know what your mm-hmm. worth is, but you need her to reiterate that because somewhere you right. forgot. Yeah. And we sometimes we do. Sometimes life shows up and you start to second guess what you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a vulnerable place, especially when you're in a new space. Right. And it's, and it's a new transition yeah. and you haven't really walked in it long enough mm-hmm. to really feel comfortable in it. Exactly. Then, if, yeah, of course you have your moments of doubt or reservation that I make the right decision. And so, yeah, I'm going to need Allison or I'm going to need Ruby to remind me of how awesome mm-hmm. and phenomenal I am mm-hmm. without throwing me a pity party. Right. You know, without, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tears in a bucket. I, I don't. And then sometimes I do need to cry. Yeah. You know, that's part of the journey too. Call me sometime, Ruby. I know what I'm supposed to do. I feel it. I know it. I believe it. But what you think? <laughs> I'm like, listen, listen. You, you got true. it, sis. You got it. That's the okay, truth. Okay, well, I just yeah. wanted to make sure because such and such and this and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I'll be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes I need to hear it. <laughs> yes. Like I some or something. Not really. I know what it is. Sometimes I need to just bounce my thoughts. Yeah. And hear I what they too. sound like from mm-hmm. your perspective yeah. and what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and then usually it's like shit. I already knew I that. knew that. 
of course I moved on through life, but then it got to a point where um, I decided to relocate to a different state. And during that time, I really had a chance to get to know me and spend a lot of time by myself and get into chakras and enlightenment and all of this. And through that, I was like, oh, that was wrong with me. My chakras was just unbalanced. I ain't know how to effectively manage that stuff. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. It I got this now. That's all I needed to do. Right. All these years. But pretty much, you know, that's my backstory. Um, <laughs> And that's why I think I'm you such minimize an it too, though. Yeah, I, I do I sometimes. I, I, I still do. I think you do. focus, and this is just an honest, this is an honest, transparent moment with me and my sister. I think I never had it with her, but we're going to do it no, right now. <laughs> I think you minimize it. I, I do. Think I think that too, you focus yeah. so much on the healing piece that you don't tap into how powerful that piece is, too, yeah. and how they can coexist yes, they can. in your mm-hmm. message without being consumed or mm-hmm. focused on it because mm-hmm. it just looks like you figured out how to get your shit together and you got your shit <laughs> you together your shit and, together. and that's yeah, it and that's all and, and, and from the outside looking in it's like okay but what happened before that yeah what's the journey mm-hmm. what's, what's the, the journey what's the yes. how did you make that transition over because your your spirit is so calm and it's so mm-hmm. balanced and mm-hmm. sensible and yes. she responds to life and I'll be like I'm like, wait, how do you do that? How do you do that? I would be like, (laughs) like, I would be livid in some areas Mm -hmm. that she's not. And so I know there's a journey to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually to the point where the whole secrets of solitude thing, that's where I'm getting into that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to look at that. Okay. I guess I'll do this now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Because I mean, I think it's the, the piece that. Um, it's probably much more powerful than you recognize. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unless you like, I hear y'all. I okay. Next. I'm serious. <laughs> okay. But I think you know what it is too is that, and this is what I know about you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do. A lot of people focus on the past. A lot of people focus on the trauma. And Ruby is definitely somebody who's like stepped outside of this box when That's it comes true. to healing. Yes, yeah, she has. And she's probably out there as a lone ranger in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And a piece of you is like, "That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely okay with that. But I think giving people insight to Positive affirmation. Try sliding it down. Honor your gifts, your talents, your efforts, and your achievements. Slide your it down. Oh, efforts. oops. Oh, yeah. Next, next time, time, slide it down. See if it'll go see up. See if it'll let you yes. stop. I got you. Um, okay. Well, that's you know my backstory. Who's gonna go with next? As you look at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are okay. right there. I am right here. Okay. So my my backstory. Um, uh, as you guys can see, I am a black woman with albinism, and so I embrace it. I love it. I enjoy it. I'm glad that you know social media and technology has allowed me to connect to other people who have uh, the same journey or a similar journey. But prior to that, I was the only person in my ho- hometown who had it. Uh, no one was real sure, you know, what to do or how to feel. And while I had, you know, a pretty great upbringing and I had both of my parents and excelled in school academically, you know, in terms of uh, relationships specifically with boys and then college men and then men in general, they have been kind of difficult. A lot of it has been, you know, a lot of it was related to my appearance. And, you know, while I developed a, a, a bunch of confidence in terms of academics and being intelligent and all that other stuff, 
I had a deficit in terms of self-esteem, uh, being secure and confident in who I was and so forth and so on. And so that journey led me to, you know, I'd, I had some great relationships, but for the most part, a lot of them have not been so great. So I I was married to a, a really sweet man that just was not in a position in his life where he was ready to fully step into his role as husband. And, you know, after a few years, I, I, I just asked uh, for a separation and he decided to try to kill me instead. And so you're looking at someone who had three stab wounds, was hit upside the head with a baseball bat and teeth were knocked out, jaw was uh, broken, 22 or 24 staples to my scalp and, you know, 10 days in the hospital, two times in ICU, two times in surgery and a, a police officer who was told to sit outside my room and wait for an official time of death. They put me in the homicide file. They said, there's no way she's gonna make it. And so you wouldn't know it by looking at me and I'm grateful for that. I wear these head wraps because I want to, not because I have to. Mm -hmm. um, yes, yeah, she has hair under there. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, uh, you know, I, I was able to get through that situation. It unfortunately also happened back in 2008, 2009, when we also had the economic crisis hit. So in one year, I ended up uh, in the hospital, then being laid off and having to send my son to stay with my mom and all these other things. And so, you know, I, I had a, a, a rough patch there. And so about three years out, met a guy, thought I was in love. We seemed to be on the same page. Um, the only caveat he had was that he had three kids he wanted to still, you know, help raise in Dallas. And I was looking for a way out of Greensboro, North Carolina. And I said, well, I was thinking Charlotte, but sure, why not? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. So I packed me and my son up and I moved to Dallas. And um, without getting into that whole story, because that could be a whole podcast of its own. Um, slide down. See, yeah, that's what you do. There we go. That should stop it. Um, so without getting into the whole long and short of that, after numerous breakups and me not knowing what I was feeling and, and, and continuing to attribute it to homesickness because Dallas and North Carolina really are different, I, I realized that I was dealing with a narcissist. So I dealt with my first, my first narcissist. I had never heard of the term and I didn't know what the abuse was. And so um, in the process of getting through that, I started writing posts on Facebook and people would inbox me and say, hey, I know you're doing this for you, but it's really helping me. Have you considered doing a blog? So I started a blog in October of 2013, and um, the blog was, was called Be Still and Move. I'll talk about that name in, in just a quick moment. Uh, but the universe told me that it was meant to be bigger. I just kept hearing bigger. And so in February of 2015, I turned it into um, an official uh, organization. And so what I do is combine arts and empowerment. Um, one of the things that helped pull me out of the depression that I didn't know I was in because I'd never known what depression felt like. <coughs> one of the things that pulled me out at that time was being introduced to poetry. And so as as poetry continued to help me, I, I began to have an affinity for it. They just had a soft spot in my heart. And so I realized that a lot of women who were going through abusive situations, because I know it starts here, whether it's a physical abuse or anything, it always starts in the mind. Mm -hmm. They got to get your mind first. And so I, I knew that there were situations where there might be women who had not experienced something like live music or dance or a poet, uh, a poetry scene. And so I started combining the two and I would bring different artists representing different genres. Um, I would have a message at the end. I've done a few in Dallas. I, I started doing a, a particular 
uh, series uh, back in North Carolina where I'm from. And, you know, the basic gist, the be still piece is to just finally get quiet, get quiet, get quiet and get real about where you are and what you really want. And the reason I find that that is so important is because we can be beat down so much that we stop wanting anything because we feel like if we can just stop wanting, we'll stop being disappointed. Mm. And so if you want to stay single, acknowledge that. If you're someone who's been told you're supposed to get married, but you don't really want to, fine. But if you're someone who do who does want to get married, but you keep running into these bad situations, don't get to the point where you say you don't want it anymore. That's not your truth. Your truth is that you're just tired of being discouraged. Right. So be honest about where it is that you want to be and what it is that you want for your life, not the life you're supposed to have, not the life you were programmed to have, not the life that you think you're supposed to have, right. but the life that you really want to have. And the move piece is simply get the hell up and start living. I've run into women who didn't want to buy a house until they got married. They didn't want to go to college until they got married. They were afraid if they were too smart, men wouldn't want them. And in some instances, I can kind of understand that part, but I'm going to move on. But, you know, but the, the issue is understand that you were put here to be more than a wife and a mother. Mm -hmm. If you want to be a wife and mother, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But understand that you have been given a gift beyond motherhood and being a wife. Start acting in that gift at the very least. How do you want your body to look? You don't have to wait for a man to go work out. You don't have mm -hmm. to wait for a man to get your credit right. right. You don't have to wait for a man to do anything. Now, I'm not saying get to the I don't need a man independent woman mindset because that's just as destructive. But start working in what finding out what your purpose is. Learn how to balance your chakras out. Learn how to find your damn voice. Learn how to be who you are because that is going to be the best way to find the type of person that fits you. A lot of times we look for a relationship when we don't know who we are and they're not working because you keep evolving out of what that person can give you. Mm -hmm. But if you just take the time to figure out what do I like, what do I want, what am I meant to do? When I meet someone now, they're getting who I am. They're getting what my passion is. They're getting what I want to do and they can step up or step off. Step up or step, step off. Step up Hello. or step off. And I don't mean that disrespectfully because these sisters will tell you, I love my brothers. I do. But I had to get to a point not only where I love myself, but where I could also start figuring out what my gift is, what my purpose is, so that I'm not sitting around waiting to say I do. I can do something more productive. So that's my backstory. Mm -hmm. She'd have cleaned up the table. Step <laughs> off or step off. You hear me? <laughs> um... I am Tara Jackson, um, founder of Respect the Queen LLC. My journey, whoo, um, like where do you start? Right. You know, it's so much. From the mm -hmm. beginning. Um, I am the adult child of a former drug addict and alcoholic with a very narcissistic, abusive father. Um, I think the first time I've ever said that, actually. Mm. Um. My journey started a long time ago. I have experienced molestation. I have experienced incest. I have experienced rape, um, being depressed at a very early, early age. I can remember being like 15, walking into the mental health community building on my own, seeking mm -hmm. out assistance. Mm -hmm. um, it's one thing I recognized about myself in the last week that I recognized about one of my children is that we are chosen, like, before we even recognize we are chosen. Mm -hmm. we, we are seeking out ways that don't necessarily make sense at 15 yeah. years old. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so anyhow, um, being 15, seeking out mental health services, um, by the time I was 19, hindsight is 2020, I was a full-blown alcoholic. Um, I had chosen alcohol, drugs, and men to deal with um, being molested, being raped, having an incest relationship with a sibling, dealing with my mother and father being um, in their toxic relationship. Um, it was a coping mechanism for me, um, a very destructive coping mechanism for me. I got introduced into my first um, treatment center, detox facility. I think I was like 21, 22 years old, somewhere along that line. Um, I didn't have people in my life that uh, had the ability to hold me accountable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I had people in my life that were very passive or very, very uh, enabling, um, or they just had their own issues. Yeah. They were already toxic. So yeah. to be able to identify toxic, and I know that today. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that then. Mm -hmm. I didn't even mm -hmm. know that a couple of years ago. Um, I understand today that they were just in their own toxic situations, um, I think I was 23 the first time I got sober for a very long time. I was sober for almost five years. Um, I had a multitude of deaths happen like in a six-month time frame. Like very mm -hmm. prominent people in my life died back to back to back to back to back. And what I know now is just not drinking, just not drugging is not mm -hmm. enough. Right. You know, just not dating toxic men, it's not enough. Mm -hmm. You have to do the work, the internal work, the mm -hmm. spiritual work, the emotional work, the mental work. And I was just not drinking mm -hmm. um, and drugging. I was still, no, I wasn't dating initially. I waited like two years before I dated um, sober, the first go round. And um, what I know today is that those roads that lead us back to destructive paths, they begin before we actually really take the action. Yeah, they they start mentally mm -hmm. very slowly. So I probably relapsed a year before I relapsed, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. I get it. Uh, before I had picked up a, a drink again. And so when I was about 28, I picked up a drink again, and I was back to the races. By this time, I had a, a small child. Um, in 2009, I thought... I would leave Michigan and go somewhere else and I would start a better life. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. this is like the short, because this shit was tragic. Like the <laughs> 20s was just horrible. Um, I moved to Texas thinking that I would um, create a better life for me and my son. But what I know today and I didn't know then is wherever you go, there you are. Yes. Um, yes. And so it was just a very short period of time before the attic and the drunk mm -hmm. in me found my people. I don't care where you go. If yeah. you a hoe, you're going to find hoes. If you a drug addict, <laughs> you're going to find drug addicts. If you are a, a, a person who's seeking education or money, it doesn't matter. Whoever you them. are, you yeah. will find your tribe. You That's will be true. drawn to your people. So yes. it's nothing to find what it is that you're looking for. So right. I found 5th Street. Mm. It's, I mean, 6th Street mm. in Austin. Mm-hmm. They should have never made that street in life. <laughs> There's like thousands of bars. You're just like in a sea <laughs> it's, it's, she of alcohol. She ain't lying. It is just ridiculous. She yeah. just throwing them. It's college, I mean, just, college it's road, college alcoholic town. road. Right, yeah. right. So I found that scene. And of course, I nosedived back into alcoholism. The difference was I didn't have the same enabling type of people mm. around me to fix when I messed up. Yeah. And so trouble found me faster. Yeah. Yeah. Then mm. it would back home because home was a safety net. Mm -hmm. My mother was a safety net. People enabled me. Mm -hmm. They fixed my problems. Right. You know, when I would screw up. And so I got arrested 
in 2011 um, for drug trafficking, organized crime, prescription fraud. I don't know what else was on the list. Um, and I was facing 20 years in prison. I ended up doing an 18-month program. Um, in that process, um, my son was with my mother. Um, instead of going back home, I moved to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I still wasn't ready yeah. to admit defeat. Yeah, I, I had got thoroughly whooped, but I wasn't ready to admit defeat and mm-hmm. go back home. I didn't feel like I had anything to go back home to. Yeah. In the process of coming off papers... I birthed Respect the Queen. That's where my enlightenment mm-hmm. journey began, enlightening mm-hmm. journey began. Um, just rediscovering who I was without the bad bitch persona. Yes. Um, and Respect the Queen has been a journey. It has been a journey of rediscovering the queen that lies within all of us, mm-hmm. but also um, just kind of chipping away at those broken pieces, those things that. You stand on your platform and you talk and you share all of this great shit and then you mm-hmm. don't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that so part. Your platform will check you. <laughs> so in the last six years, it's been Respect the Queen. <laughs> um, I've done a, a numerous things working with women, um, tons of collaborations, broken pieces, finding your broken pieces mm-hmm. and broken pieces. Um, mm-hmm. And where I'm at today is creating a sacred space for women to be safe enough, but vulnerable enough, comfortable enough to take off the titles and the labels and the roles and finally get really honest about Mm -hmm. who they are and where they come from. And actually discovering the lie in the story that we tell so that you could pull that mask off. Another more layer. Like, girl, that ain't you. That ain't you either. Because sometimes we get caught up in the story. So in my story, helping other women recognize, like I just recognized in the last two months that the story I had been telling about my daddy died when I was six and blah, that wasn't even the truth. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. He did die. Right, Those things right. did happen, but that wasn't the the source of dysfunction or chaos right. or drama or problems right. um, in my life. And so just steadily peeling back that mask, steadily peeling back those layers, um, but creating a space that is sacred enough, that is safe enough for women to get honest about the things that can be very difficult. Mm, Um, And so that's kind of where I'm not kind of that is where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. Podcast community. Mm -hmm. I'm really and I'm going to say this on live. I'm really about to shut respect the queen down. (laughs) Um, That's really where it's at today uh, because we outgrow things. Yeah, that journey has ended. On to the next one. On to to the the next next one. We outgrow and we evolve past um, and that respect the queen saved my life, mm-hmm. you know, but that was six years ago. Right. Um, it served its purpose. You can't keep respecting the queen then stuff. You know, <laughs> it's sacred spacing. It's right. Time, time to move forward. It's time to move yes, forward. Yes. Um, and I think that's just a testimony of life in general, that yes. we evolve and we grow past things. And it's okay to evolve and grow past people, places, situations. Definitely. Yes, it is. But we stay we get attached to the vision. We get attached mm-hmm. to the platform. We get attached to what it looks like to other people and having mm-hmm. to let go sometimes can be hard. And then we're doing the soul of sisterhood and soul yes. therapy radio and the sacred yes. soul with Takira. So life is happening and mm-hmm. you know, new things are beginning. I'm 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 excited. I am too. I am Yay! Too. <laughs> yeah. So six minutes. Now that y'all have <laughs> you know, had a chance we've had a chance to talk to you all. 
And y'all got to share in a very special moment. This is the first time all three of us are together, even yes. though we've been on many Zoom calls, Girl, yes. group text messages, yes. and all of that. <laughs> um, I've had a good time. I'm looking forward. You know what? Y'all send some energy to help Allison move up here. Right. <laughs> oh, right. here we Prayers. go. Here right. we go. <laughs> right. We trying to get Allison to go. On yeah. They've been trying for a year, no y'all. A yeah. year. She knows she want to come. But <laughs> send y'all energy this way. Go ahead. Push on up here. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Heads up. Okay. But we thank you all for tuning in with us today. Um, going forward, like we said, the Solar Sisterhood podcast will be launching before Thanksgiving. Um, we'll probably be making that announcement sometime next week. You know, I'm trying to celebrate my birthday. I don't need nothing overshadowing that. I know that's right. <laughs> so um, we will come, you know, we'll announce that next week. So that mm-hmm. way y'all can start subscribing to the to the podcast so y'all can listen in. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison is leaving tomorrow, so definitely wish her safe travels back home. <clears throat> Her temporary home, because she's going to be back. Here we go. Um, You can catch me and Allison, the podcast, on Soul Sunday. You can catch me and Tara, Soul 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 Therapy Therapy Radio. Radio. (laughs) 12 p.m. Sunday on Power 108.9, live on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. And... Yeah, that's pretty much it. I thank y'all for tuning in. Last words, ladies, real quick. I'm just glad to be here. I have had a wonderful time with these ladies. I have enjoyed Atlanta very much. And uh, she's going to be back. <laughs> and I'm going to be back. And y'all y'all just stay tuned. Stay tuned. We got a lot of different pieces, but they all have a different function. And I guarantee you, you need something out of each one. So Absolutely. continue to keep, uh, keep, keep us on lock. Make yes. sure you're connected to all of us. Thank you for joining us, the Soul of Sisterhood, our impromptu podcast live stream. Um, Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. We thank you for tuning in to the Soul Therapy Series. Be sure you check us out online at www.soultherapyradio.life and join our email list. This is Ruby D, the sole speaker. Peace.